You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day and the final day of what has been a momentous week and will continue to be so. Nick Kunza from Sandland Private Wealth is with me for the opening. Uh, Nick, okay, well, let's start with the US presidential election. Still no result, but getting very, very close to getting one. I think in Georgia, for example, there's only about 1,200, 1,300 votes between Trump and Biden. And this has been a traditionally staunch red state for so long. And this is almost unheard of that uh, there could be a Democratic contender. Pennsylvania coming down to the wire looks as though it'll go to, to Biden, which will mean he'll secure the presidency. But will he? And when will he? And in other words, how many weeks or months away before Trump eventually goes quietly? Or if you can kick and scream quietly, I don't know. Lots of questions there. But it has been an extraordinary 24 hours. Mm, exactly. Uh, morning, Lindsay. Um, yeah, and, and just talking about the last 24 hours, well, the next 36 hours apparently is going to be as as uh, down to the wire and probably as extraordinary as well. Uh, we've yet to find any major network coming out and, and giving Joe Biden uh, or announcing that he's got his 270th electoral vote. Mm. Uh, given how close things are, I mean, we're talking about you know, literally thousands of, of votes different on 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 the scale of things is literally razor razor thin. So none of the networks have basically come out and said it yet. But I mean, it's it's likely, it's more than likely to be. I mean, Joe Biden holding uh, 264 of those electoral votes. We know he needs 270 to win. Donald Trump's got 214. Uh, so it's just a matter of time, really. But the more concerning thing is now more and more people conceding that. That it is likely that uh, Mr. Trump is going to tie this up in litigation for weeks to come, and we probably it's probably not going to change. It's unlikely to change the final result that Biden is president, but he's certainly going to do everything he can and 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 drag this on for weeks. Unfortunately, so I'm a little bit uh, election fatigued, quite honestly, Lindsay. Yeah, I think you'll get a shot in the arm later on, and your enthusiasm will be reignited. Well, well, I hope so. Anyway, should we look at the spot prices to start with, and mm. I'll, I'll kick off with with the currencies because the rand is on a another charge which is fantastic um the rand is now 1572 against the us dollar the british pound against the rand is 2066 the euro rand is 1861 thank you very much the euro dollar uh, dollar weaker again 11840 is that exchange rate and what does that mean for commodities well 1947 is the gold price 1950 it got to yesterday and um, it's going to have another assault on that I would imagine. Platinum is above 900. It's 901 up three dollars an ounce. Where's palladium? So palladium is is up one and a half percent. It's it's quite comfortably over 2400, 2410. I just want to add in when I wrote my notes this morning for my morning meeting. Mm. Uh, the gold I'm going to read them out to you. Gold was trading at 1935 down 14 dollars. Yep. Platinum was down 10 at 18.88. So a real reverse in the last couple of hours, and that, that theme, Lindsay, of, of this weaker dollar coming through strongly. I spoke to a chap in America who's got a gold, he calls it a gold bank, but anyway, mm. it's a precious metals um, story. And he says he's never had so much demand for, for gold. Uh, in in all sorts of forms, uh, mainly actually equities. He's he's punting equities, and he owns gold fields. That's his only South African stock, but he owns a lot of a lot of international gold companies. And he said the amount of interest, and that's that's indicative of what's gone on in the last couple of days. So oh, yeah, maybe this can fascinating. Mm. I've got a I've got a chap who who sits behind me in in the Sunam office. He's one of his clients owns the the coin sort of shop in 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 Sandton. It's quite popular. They get yes. Krugerrands and your Mandela coins, and they call it the coin shop. I 
think it is. I mean, most uh, I've seen South African listeners will, will know about us. Anyway, he was telling me the same thing. He says they've got literally a standing order to buy Kruger ads. Mm. They will not sell one. If you go there and say, I want to buy, buy a Kruger ad, he says, sorry, I'm not doing it. They literally are, it's a one-way train. They only accept basically buy for their clients, such as the man picking up. So very interesting, eh? tying in with your, your interview is doing as well. Mm. Crude oil is bucking the trend, the commodity trend. It's down 1.5% with its status as an industrial commodity. 38.22 for West Texas. Brent crude oil is $40.39, which is down 1.3%. What's the mood on the JSC this morning? What came out from your meeting? And let's push uh, presidential mm. political issues aside. What else came out? Because we did have the Fed last night, lest we forget. Yeah. Just, it, well, tying this time, let's, let's, let's go on that thread. So the Fed out last night um, reiterated, well, unchanged rates as we expected, but but reiterating that they're going to carry on with their bond buying program unchanged. So they're going to carry on with that. Uh, they did make a comment talking about coronavirus cases. I think the word used was particularly concerning, so no surprises there. Um, but, I mean, it, it just seems investors continue to, on the back of that, buy U.S. Uh, government debt. Yields are lower. Ten-year uh, yield was almost down to a historical low. I saw a headline. Yes, I mean there's so many sort of record-breaking news on a daily basis, Lindsay. Difficult to keep track. But yesterday, Italy's five-year bond that turned negative for the first time in history. Another new record there too. Oh we also had uh, yeah, negative view. Italian yields. And this is a country that changes its government roughly every nine months for the last 50 years, and the risk of taking on uh, on Italian debt. Over five years, they will pay you. I mean, go figure that one out. Such is this upside-down world. Uh, UK Central Bank yesterday as well, Lindsay. I don't know if it's, it's all the noise you forgot about that. Bank of England. Mm. Uh, they also kept rates unchanged. Uh, also extending uh, their stock purchases. That was a surprise. Pound was stronger to almost one trillion uh, pounds. So just once again, what's the theme? More and more stimulus coming, uh, which ties in beautifully to what we're seeing with this weaker dollar and the stronger gold price. Uh, so that was the general chat this morning. Uh, and then I guess also what caught a few people surprised uh, here in South Africa or the traders on the JSC's demand for for SA encounters. Yeah. Um, very strong the whole week. Uh, and once again this morning, we opened, uh, funny enough, we actually were down, opened down a little bit this morning and uh, up 800 points already. So again, let's hope that theme continues and hope it feeds through into the JSC. But that, that's a general theme. People sort of appear to be looking for, for value and beaten down local shares as opposed to, to ones that are sort of looking offshore at the moment. Yeah, and that's been a theme that I've been talking about with the two or three commentators. And it's share buybacks, it's trading updates, it's yeah. results that are better than expected. It's the and, fact and that they're And valuations as well. As well. I mean, cheap, cheap shares. Yeah. Exactly. Whether it's right in the uh, medium term, I don't know. But certainly in the short term, uh, one has made a fortune in the last nearly two weeks. Right. This is one that uh, came out this morning on the Stock Exchange News Service, and that's the big story for me outside of all the things we've already been talking about, and that's Compagnie Financière Richemont SA. Because at um, 7.05, they said this, Farfetch, Alibaba Group and Richemont form global partnership to accelerate the digitization of the luxury industry. Share price up 8.5%, and at the same time, they came out with their results as well for the uh, six months ended 30th of September. market loves this thing. Market loves it, and I'm, quite, I'm not quite sure why, because if you re read between the lines, their online sort of presence that they've got was, was not as well, as good as expected. But, uh, I mean, look, most of these companies are migrating towards uh, towards sort of online thing. I, I like the – I actually took – I like the one bit when uh, Mr. Rupert came out and said uh, – 
basically were not for sale or something along those lines. I don't know if you saw that, if it's in that sort of sentence announcement or the one-liners. But he says, we're not for sale. Richemont's never going to be for sale, blah, 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 which usually means they are for sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the sort of take where I get. But, you know, market to market, really liking these sort of lines coming across and certainly that deal with uh, with Alibaba is quite a monster one too. So, yeah, stop, stop up in kind, quite frankly. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we'll watch that one with a good deal of interest. What else have we got today on the Stock Exchange News Service? Just scrolling up here. To Truist International General Meeting Holder Moses Holdings Limited. They've had something yesterday, and it says a voluntary announcement this morning. I don't know what that's about. But uh, anyway, Hulisani uh, results, that's not one that we normally look at. Uh, but anyway, so it's, 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 it's Richemont and overseas, overseas stuff, unless you've got anything. No, it's Richemont, and uh, the only thing I could pick up locally for SA traders was uh, Reserve Bank out of some gold, gold and foreign exchange data. But amongst all this noise, I and mean, yes. <laughs> thanks all the selection noise, you know, we've, we we forgot that it was, was well, I mean, I certainly didn't even see the Bank of England out yesterday, and I completely forgot that uh, the Fed were out, they pushed it back a day late. Uh, and we forgot, Lindsay, it's Jobs Friday today. It's unemployment numbers out of the US. Uh, of course, year. yeah, we had jobless completely claims. Completely lost in the noise, yeah. We've had so jobless claims yesterday, it was 751,000, I think, mm. which was the lowest for I don't know a couple of months or something. But anyway, yeah, mm. it has, we've got mixed up in other things, and we've ignored the things that we would normally we've be focusing on. We've ignored the fact that yeah, this used to be the biggest day for me as a as a trader when I was overseas. Was always the Jobs Friday, so the monthly jobs number. So that's out today. Non-farm payrolls, uh, they're expected to increase by six hundred thousand October. That's after having an advance by 661 in September. And then the unemployment rate, that's also the key one to keep an eye on. And see, that was, uh, they were expecting that to fall to 7.7% in October. And that's from 7.9% in September. So that's out uh, obviously a little bit of later times, out of 3.30 South Africa time this afternoon. Okay. Um, I've got my top five major movers on the upside as follows. We've already mentioned Richemont, but it's at the top of the pile, 8.7% higher 15 minutes ago. Pan-African resources up three and two-thirds percent drd gold up 3.1 percent net care up 2.8 percent and sabania still water up two and three quarters percent so you've got luxury <coughs> goods uh commodities commodities hospital and commodities in the top five on the downside south 32 down nearly three percent tiger brands down 1.9 percent Discem after a surge post results yesterday uh, that's down 1.9 percent and capital and count is down 1.9 percent as well outside of those what have we got uh, not a huge amount. Uh, famous brands, they down again, one and a quarter, trickling lower. And on the upside, uh, as I say, SA Industrials caught my eye. Cup Industrial, that up uh, three and a quarter percent as well. So again, running in with that sort of SA flavor. Um, we haven't spoken about it. We haven't mentioned it too much on the show, Lindsay, but something that I think we need to keep an eye on is the SA Govy bonds. Mm. Uh, obviously running in tandem with this demand for, for yield. And I've just <laughs> mentioned negative yielding Italian five-year. We have our R186 down seven basis points again today at uh, 6.7%. And the R2030, which is the one we like to keep an eye on, uh, that is uh, yielding currently under under 9%, under 8% at the moment. So really interesting, 8.75, sorry, 8.75%. It's down 21 basis points on the day. Huge moves in our bonds. Yes, I know, and that probably coincides with the strength of the rand because obviously money has mm, to come in definitely. to buy these bonds and also maybe some foreigners nibbling away at very, very cheap South African stocks and also, of course, the weakness of the dollar. So it's a, mm. a triple whammy for the rand. Fantastic. What are the index prices after mm. 70 minutes of trading this morning? 
Yeah, another, I mean, just another unbelievable day. I mean, the all share now up another 1.75%, almost a thousand points on this Friday, 56,192. I need to do my numbers. I think we must be up about six or seven percent this week. It's the biggest week I can remember for a while. Uh, JC top 40, pretty much the same, 1.85% higher, 51,002. I'll make that about 6,000 points just this week. And individual. Individual indices, we have consumer cyclical leading us higher, five and a quarter percent, basic materials up a quarter percent, utilities up 0.1 percent. And interesting enough, financials are flat, even given that stronger rand, they've had a strong run this week as well. And industrials also down a quarter. But overall, it's turning out to be a, a week to remember for, for the good things in South Africa anyway. Fantastic. Hopefully we will be reporting upon even more good news when you join me for the five o'clock shadow later on. That was the opening. Nick Kunza is from Sunland Private Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.